Welcome to our Christmas series for 2022, where Father and Neil and I will be covering different topics to help you with your plans and preparation for this year's festive season. Father Neil, we think that reunions and catching up with friends and family will be an important part of Christmas this year. But I guess travel has always been central to the Christmas story. Yes, it's very much at the heart of it. This struck me very powerfully this year because a few months ago I went and visited my sister in Canada, who's a widow, hadn't seen her for three or four years because of COVID. And one of the things that struck me was on long trips like that, how tricky it can be and how much there is to negotiate. Even travel around New Zealand can be difficult. So the time of relaxation that we hope for at Christmas can sometimes be a bit marred and a bit coloured by the whole reality of trying to travel, and it can be a dangerous and difficult time. That, in fact, should make us be aware of just how dangerous and difficult it was for Joseph and Mary when they went to Bethlehem for their child to be born. It was a long trip quite a mountainous part of uh, Israel. They probably only had one donkey, so she could sit on it because she was very heavily pregnant. And they had to change everything once the child was born because suddenly they had to make this quick and dangerous trip to Egypt. And that's a huge distance with a new baby. So in many ways, if we think it's difficult to travel, It's good to remember just how difficult it must have been for this couple with their first new baby, just how difficult it was. One of the other stories which goes with this comes from the Gospel of Matthew, and he talks about the journey of the Magi from some foreign land in the east. It may have been Iran and Iraq, somewhere like that. Now, these men were setting out because they had seen portents, stars, and dreams, and they knew that something very important was going to happen, but they didn't really know exactly where it was. There wouldn't have been modern maps in those days, so they had to find their way there. They didn't actually know how they would find the place. So in some ways, it was a difficult journey and a tricky one and one they realised that could actually change their lives. When I was thinking about that and the way in which journeys and the people we meet sometimes can change our lives, there's a very famous poem by T.S. Eliot, the uh, English-American famous poet, called The Journey of the Magi. And what he imagines is that when these three kings have returned home to the East, that their whole life has been changed. And they look back on the journey and what happened to them and the baby and all that, and they realise that their whole lives have been changed and that in many ways a lot of what they came back to wasn't the same and they didn't see it with the same joy and delight and ease that it was before. So I'm going to read this poem called The Journey of the Magi, which gives a wonderful picture of what it might be like for these three men from the east once I'd been home for some time. The Journey of the Magi A cold coming we had of it, just the worst time of the year for a journey, and such a long journey. The ways deep and the weather sharp, the very dead of winter, and the camels galled, sore-footed, refractory, 
lying down in the melting snow. There were times we regretted the summer palaces on slopes, the terraces and the silken girls bringing sherbet. Then the camel men cursing and grumbling and running away and wanting their liquor and women, and the night fires going out and the lack of shelters and the cities hostile and the towns unfriendly and the villages dirty and charging high prices. A hard time we had of it. At the end we preferred to travel all night, sleeping in snatches, with the voices singing in our ears, saying that this was all folly. Then at dawn we came down to a temperate valley, wet, below the snow line, smelling of vegetation, with a running stream and a water mill beating the darkness, and three trees on the low sky, and an old white horse galloping away in the meadow. Then we came to a tavern with vine leaves over the lintel, six hands at an open door dicing for pieces of silver, and feet kicking the empty wineskins. But there was no information, and so we continued, and arriving at evening, not a moment too soon, finding the place. It was, you might say, satisfactory. All this was a long time ago, I remember, and I would do it again, but set down, this set down, this. Were we led all the way for birth or death? There was a birth, certainly. We had evidence and no doubt. I had seen birth and death, but had thought they were different. This birth was hard and bitter agony for us, like death, our death. We returned to our places, these kingdoms, but no longer at ease here in the old dispensation, with an alien people clutching their gods. I should be glad of another death. That's rather a different way of seeing Christmas and the memory of travel, but what it points out is that our travel at Christmas is something that commemorates a journey that was difficult, dangerous, and the outcome was uncertain. But in the midst of that, Jesus was born, and so people's lives are totally changed by that. So. One of the things you might like to do this Christmas is just to spend a tiny little bit of time with your imagination, thinking about the people who gathered at that stable, how they met people they never expected, how shepherds were there who were poor and marginal people in Israel, how the young couple were there, they were there with animals, and then suddenly these remarkable kings occurred. And so... We need to think about how moments like that can completely change our lives. So if you're setting out on travels this Christmas, think it's not just the burden of a journey, that you might meet people who might change your life. You might think about what it was like for this young couple having their first child in such difficult and dangerous circumstances. And you might give thanks that God has come to us in this way not in riches and in power and majesty, but hidden, unknown, difficult circumstances, people risking lives, but people being transformed because God wanted to be with us 
in the simple way. Very good. I think one of our key messages, though, is when you are planning this year and you're planning your travels, if you are traveling during that Christmas period, give yourself time to relax. Um, give you, give, think out your journey. Think out the best way that you can enjoy the journey itself, enjoy the destination. And as Father Neil said, also enjoy the experience of maybe meeting new people or finding yourselves in um, some new rich life stories. Um, whatever your plans are, we at an early stage sort of wish you safe travels. Um, and also really want to reinforce, make sure you find time to reflect or as Father Neil said, to imagine, use your imagination and to think about Jesus' birth and what it has meant for so many people over so many years. Thank you for Father Neil and thank you to you, our audience, for listening to our Christmas podcast. Um, we will be continuing this series over the next few weeks uh, looking to try to help you as you think about Christmas this year. Cheers. Thank you.